Hey, it's Matt Bowles. If you want to hang out with me in person, I'm going to be at the Latino Travel Fest in Elizabeth, New Jersey, May 31st to June 2nd. And I've got a 15% discount for you to join me. Just go to themaverickshow.com slash Latino. That's L-A-T-I-N-O. There you're going to see your 15% discounted ticket. There are going to be multiple guests from The Maverick Show attending, so you'll be able to hang out with all of us in person. You do not need to be Latino in order to attend Everyone is welcome. Again, get your discounted ticket at themaverickshow.com slash Latino. And as soon as you do, send me a DM on Instagram at Matt Bowles Maverick. Let me know that you're coming so that we can make plans to link up in person. And now here's a clip of what's coming up on today's episode. On this episode, I compile some of the most fun stories and often unexpected interview moments from the last five years of The Maverick Show. Let's get it. Today's most interesting location-independent entrepreneurs and world travelers. And learn the strategies and tactics they use to succeed. And now, here's your host, Matt Bowles. Hey everybody, it's Matt Bowles. Welcome to the Maverick Show. Since 2018, I have been interviewing today's most interesting location-independent entrepreneurs and world travelers. And I hand-select my guests not only because they are smart and well-traveled and interesting, but also because they are fun people. They make me laugh, and these conversations have been a blast. We will oftentimes just open a bottle of wine, turn on the microphones, and see where the conversation goes. And so in this episode, I have compiled for you some of the most fun stories and moments over the last five years of The Maverick Show. Please enjoy. One of them comes over to me and they say, hey, we've got an emergency. He's older, he's a bit frail, he's having difficulty lifting his cup to his mouth, so he can't drink his drink. This is an emergency. And I just, I mean, you know me, I'm a real person and I like to cut through the bullshit. So I'm just like, okay, what? That doesn't make any sense to me. And they're like, he needs a straw. <laughs> we have an emergency. The CEO of Samsung needs a straw. If you ask a random person who drinks whiskey, right? It's an old white dude with an ascot. <laughs> he probably has a cigar. There's probably a Chesterfield sofa. That's who you're thinking immediately. If I just said, who's a whiskey drinker? That's who pops into your head. Oh, the girls are having wine night. The boys are having a whiskey night. Right. I know more about whiskey and drink more whiskey than a lot of the men I know. You know more about whiskey than <laughs> any of the men that I know. <laughs> It's like sprinting a marathon. Can you imagine sprinting a marathon? You kind of feel like you're going to die. You know, <laughs> I felt I was going to die. I was like, I'm going to probably die in this for sure. Yeah. Fuck it. It's like, 
oh, I didn't know that they broke up in the middle of the shoot. And that's why I couldn't get so-and-so to show up on time anymore. And you're like, oh, okay. And like producers have to handle that shit. Cause like they have to shield you from it. Cause you just can't know. There was so much shit happening. I think behind the scenes on mine that I had blinders on like, I was like one of those horses in Central Park. It was just like, just keep walking forward. Just keep going forward. Oh, yeah. All that shit's like, all that shit's falling away. Like, next, oh, yeah. I'm just keeping going forward. I am living with two housemates at the time. We were all out of the house and we had a string of robberies around our cul de sac. And we got home and there was a noise. And I have a split level house. There was a noise on the second level and the sword, it was right there in the kitchen. And so I grabbed the sword and ran towards the noise. And when I opened the door, there was a dude in the room. The window was open and he was handing out a laptop to some other dude. And I held the sword up at him and I said, I have a sword. (laughs) I'm very used in Kenya and Malaysia and other countries of people coming up and taking a photo with me. So then you get to Addis Ababa and people are coming up to you and like, you'll take a photo, you'll take a photo. And I'm like, okay. And I'm getting ready for the selfie. And they look at me and go, not with you. (laughs) Do you take a photo of me? Which country has better jollof, Nigeria or Ghana? (laughs) Hands down, Nigeria. You already know, guys. You already know, guys. Like the Nigerian jollof, the level of creativity, the level of innovation, the level of, oh my goodness, gastronomical orgasm that you're going to actually experience from eating that food is beyond anything you've ever experienced. My Ghana people, I always say this. In fact, the best jollof is Nigerian jollof that is cooked in Ghana. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You know, you guys can't see me because you're listening to this podcast, but I'm very small. I'm about as small as an adult sized human can actually be. And (laughs) (laughs) you also can't tell because I'm very loud. And he was into some really kinky stuff. And the police in Tangier, which weren't like the police we're used to because this was called the free zone. They would find him at three o'clock in the morning, bloodied and slowing in the street. And they would just take him home and put him there. And then they would say, Francis, do you want to complain that somebody hit you? And he said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of place that it was. I'm sitting in the CNN studio. I have the microphone in my ear and all you can see is this six foot tall robotic camera in front of you and you hear in your earpiece the question, do you support ISIS? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. At that moment, things went slow motion. And in slow motion, I remember live when he asked me that question. The first thing I thought to myself is, I know good and well that Don Lemon did not just ask me (laughs) if I supported ISIS. And in that same slow motion thought process, Right after that, I thought to myself, this motherfucker just asked me (laughs) if I support ISIS. Every time that I would try to do a British accent, British people would look at me and go like, are you taking a piss? Like, are you 
are you trying to <laughs> joke about my accent? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to change my accent. Please bear with me. But there seems to be no admiration or respect for that. They just take it as mocking. So, and they're always like, are you Dick Van Dyke's daughter? It's like, no. But I, So this really didn't work out. And in the four years, I did not change my accent. My first class in Alabama in a trailer. I'm the new kid, right? So I sit in the back, which in a trailer, there's really no back because there's just three very long rows of desks. So I try to sit as far in the back as I could. But being the new kid, everybody recognized me, right? And quickly formed this semicircle around me where I was asked to pronounce various words. And I had to elaborate to my classmates that pen, pan, and pin were actually three separate words. I was and I'll just pee in. <laughs> and they're like, you talk funny. And I was like, oh my God, have you heard yourself? So I just published a few books on those and joined the mastermind to improve my business and noticed that a lot of people in this mastermind who are doing self-publishing were actually romance authors and realized actually romance was the place to be when it came to self-publishing. So, so yeah, then transitioned into romance publishing and my family really lost their minds then. It was like, okay, we sent you to school, <laughs> paid for all these school fees and you studied maths and now you're doing romance publishing? Yeah, yeah, it got really hot. <laughs> what gets you out of bed in the morning? I usually get out of bed because I get bored laying there. <laughs> Or I have to pee. <laughs> Should I have had a more sophisticated answer for that? You can have two different lives. You can be rich and famous in the metaverse and really broken in real life, right? <laughs> you can be partying with Snoop in the metaverse. Partying with Snoop, chains on and everything. We would visit Nawal Sadawi in the first days in Cairo so that they still have all these ideas about what Arab women are, these ossified ideas that she kind of blew away. So she would be talking about marriage as prostitution and all of this stuff. And there, you could see my students, there'd be smoke coming out of their ears. And one day on the second trip, one smart student had read about her ahead of time and thought she had caught her on some hypocrisy or something. And she said, you keep saying that marriage is prostitution, but you've been married several times. She says, yeah, I've been married three times. And she goes, well, are you married presently? And she said, yeah. And she says, well, where's your husband? And she points because where we are in a complex of buildings and she's on the fifth floor. She goes, you see that fifth building down there on the seventh floor? My husband <laughs> lives there. <laughs> what? Why? And she goes, well, I like to have my own space to write and think and read and be on my own. And when I want love and sex and companionship, I give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking me if I got the CDs he sent me. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, nobody listens to CDs. No, I, I, I didn't get the CDs. I was like, what CDs? He was like, CDs nuts. <laughs> but I think that's the secret to a good marriage because it's just being with somebody that you can laugh with. So like yesterday, right? I don't even remember what he was talking about, which says a lot about me and my listening skills, because obviously I don't listen to my husband. I just listen out for like key moments where I can say that's what she said. <laughs> and then he said he came from the back 
And I just started laughing uncontrollably. He happened to be visiting Toronto again and asked if he could crash at my place for a couple of days. And I thought, oh, I remember that guy. He's pretty cute. He can crash <laughs> at my place. <laughs> he, so he came, he crashed on my couch for exactly one night. And then <laughs> and we had this whirlwind romance. I've loved dating while abroad because I have learned so many things about different cultures. From South African to Argentinian to Italian. As my sister says, dongs all over the world. <laughs> we can cut that. And number 20. <laughs> this may or may not determine whether you're invited back at the Maverick Show. No, man, I'm going to give it to Biggie. I'll, yes! I'll give Biggie a seat. I'll give Biggie a seat at the table. Yes. You won me over. I listened to a bunch of his stuff. Okay, just behind the scenes. I may have been texting you one Biggie song per day in the week leading up to this interview. I just would drop on WhatsApp a Biggie song each day. I would just have no text preface to it. I would just drop a Biggie song, a Spotify link into your WhatsApp each day in the week leading up to this episode. With the insinuation being, yeah, if this doesn't wind up, <laughs> there will be no fifth appearance. <laughs> I just lost it. Wait, wait, hotter than a, oh man, I just lost it. Wait, 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 I can come back. Okay, 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 where was I, where was I? With a funny face, with a bank and his funny face. Oh shoot, no, it's when I'm on the spot. 20 Mataran, Detti, whine it, whine it. Nikki on the pit is why she signed it. Well, there's no one trap minded. I really, really, I don't fuck with the CK. Fuck you, Barbie. Oh shoot, okay, I forgot it. I can't do it. <laughs> You'll need to edit that part out. And what you want to do, and, and there are different ways to go about it. I just don't want to overcomplicate it here because we have limited time and we literally went through the entire bottle of wine. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I mean, just literally, I wish you guys could see. <laughs> Nora, we are now at the point where we've been drinking wine for over an hour and I wanted to wait until we've been drinking wine for over an hour to ask you this next question. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm also very curious for the audience listeners if they realize when did the wine kick in? <laughs> did the the wine bottle is gone. <laughs> yeah, it's it is completely gone. It started full and yes. now it's empty. So I want to know if you guys realize if our voice change, if our mood change, <laughs> maybe at the middle of it. I don't know. We kind of digressed. What was the actual question? <laughs> Can you imagine? I feel like I'm on a beauty pageant. What was the question again? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> Can you tell us about like, world peace? World peace is the answer. I just want world peace. I want us to all be really happy and love each other. You know, like, that's what I think. That's me officially apologizing. Well, we're going to edit the apology. Gonna... So... Oh, no. What was the question? <laughs> All right. If you enjoyed that episode, feel free to go back and listen to the full episodes. I will link them all up in the show notes. And make sure you are subscribed to The Maverick Show so you don't miss any episodes moving forward. 
Also, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you could share it. Sometimes short compilations like this are a great way for new listeners to get a quick overview of the vibe of the show. So if you're a fan of the show, it would be amazing if you could help spread the word. And it would also help the show out a lot if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, even if that's not the primary platform where you listen. Thank you in advance for that. And thank you for being a listener of The Maverick Show. I appreciate you, and good night, everybody. Be sure to visit the show notes page at themaverickshow.com for direct links to all the books, people, and resources mentioned in this episode. You'll find all that and much more at themaverickshow.com. Learn how Maverick Investor Group can help you by cash-flowing rental properties in the best U.S. real estate markets, regardless of where you live. Schedule a free phone consult today at themaverickshow.com slash consult. Now you can buy rental properties with tenants and local property management in place so you don't have to be a landlord or a rehabber to get your questions answered and discuss how Maverick Investor Group can help you meet your real estate investing goals. Schedule your free phone consult today at themaverickshow.com forward slash consult. If you like podcasts, you will love audiobooks, and you can get your first one for free at themaverickshow.com slash audiobook. Whether you want the latest best-selling novels or books on investing, business, or travel, try your first audiobook for free at themaverickshow.com forward slash audiobook.